0: Welcome back to the Core Life Podcast. My name is Ostrom Guy, this is season three, episode six. Uh, just photography and Instagram and the world of of just that. Uh, with me is Jacob Cepeda, uh, a photographer from the local area. Uh, he's going to help me talk about just photography and, and Instagram and, and influ- the power of influence and stuff like that. Jacob, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Yeah. No, yeah. dude, I'm, I, again, I just told you what I did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I actually didn't, don't do anything on Mondays when I record, so i'm pretty good uh jacob tell me you know tell me how how you start started uh doing the photography
1: thing yeah um so um i uh straight out of high school um i went to like columbia college for my first year of college um and over there um i lived in um, oak park and then i would uh, like commute on um, the green line uh, to the columbia um and it was first like a hobby um I remember I took a a film class my senior year of high school actually um like a film studies um and that was mostly like uh just like here's a film, here's where you can learn from it, here's like the backstory um all the stuff like that mm-hmm. um, and that was an interesting class and um there was one like assignment where we had to do some kind of um like photography project kind of thing mm-hmm. um and that's kind of where um i first got a camera i from like my film teacher um and he just said hey just go out and shoot here's like the guidelines do like a portrait of like yourself or something that kind of like represents you um and that was kind of like my first experience with like photography um and then right after high school um when i went to like, columbia I was, I was studying film um so i was doing other film production and like directing um and then i remember <laughs> i actually had a um a camera uh uh, rented out from, like, the, um, uh, left, like, whole, uh, my school district, um, which I kept after high school, because, i like, they never asked, like, oh, hey, uh, can you have that back? So I'm just, like, oh, if they don't ask, like, I might as to just take it. <laughs>
0: finesse.
1: Yeah, so finesse it really hard <laughs> for, like, two years, um, and then they, like, uh, I asked for it back. But, um... Two years? Yeah, for two years, yeah. <laughs> for two years. So, like, the camera that I shot, like, most from like, my first, like,
0: year and a half of, like, my actual photos was from that camera. Well, what, what? like, what, uh, I know... You know, I don't, I don't have a, a nice camera. I, I remember a long time ago, you, you and me talked about on, on Twitter how, like, cameras and stuff yeah. like that. I never got into, the, I have a Polaroid. Yeah. That's what I have. But so. um, what uh, what camera did you start with? Um, I can't remember. It's it's
1: a uh, Nikon for sure. I think it was a D3500, I believe. It's, like, um, a pretty beginner's camera. But it's definitely a camera that got me uh, pretty far with, uh, with what I was doing. And then I upgraded about, like, a year and a half ago to a Canon, um, like, 80D. So that's what I on right now. And um, I'm, I'm in the process of um, uh, paying that off still. Um, I have like a couple, like a hundred left, something like that. Oh, so you're not dropping like,
0: you're not dropping no, no, bills. It's no, i like yeah, I know. It's, it's a the payment
1: it's a lot, plan. Yeah, it's a lot, lot of money for, for a, a camera like that. I think the base value of it is like, I think like 1500 just for that. So like, that's, that's a lot. Um, so definitely, I, I could not drop that much money. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I shoot on that right now. And I'm currently in the process of uh, buying a new one pretty Soon, oh. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, highly debating switching like, to Sony because mm. I have like a lot of like uh, good things about that. But uh, I just feel like a canon guy for the past year and a half now, and that's kind of like my main model that I see right now. For so, sure, dude.
0: Yeah. Um, and for the listeners, thank you again for uh, listening to the previous episode. Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, for the rest of the conversation, we're gonna, talk, uh, we're gonna talk to Jacob about just like you know, film and, and creativity and, and the power of influencers and just his, his, his experience so far uh as a photographer and instagram um you can follow us on tqo pod uh, that'd be great that's where we share all this time uh, go give us five stars on apple podcast so but yeah uh i guess we were i guess we were kind of started so um so jacob so after columbia um i noticed that you just became more uh you know open about just like hey who wants to shoot yeah. who, like you know who wants to shoot yeah. who wants to um you know who has time or whatever uh is, is is that like the easiest way to start off you know getting your your name out there or just like or i, I know that's yeah, one path yeah. that most people would like other people would probably like you know take landscape pictures or, yeah. or take like city pictures stuff like that but like what interests you about just like you know portraits
1: yeah um so i mean yeah i mean think most people start off doing like landscapes is because it's just you and what's in front of you which i think is more uh, comfortable Mm -hmm. because it is a little bit of a gap of like well i mean first at least me at least i can only speak to myself but like growing up i was like very shy as a person so uh, when i got out of high school which i mean in high school i got better i was more talkative i had a lot more friends and were more social um but after high school i was i didn't really have like a core group of friends where i lived at i just went to school came back home something like that Mm -hmm. um so i didn't really have people to go do like portraits with so i started off doing like landscapes with, like chicago i would shoot like the ocean i would uh f- photograph different birds and animals like that um and then when i moved back to aurora so um after my first year at columbia um i moved back home um and from there um i took like a year well i uh started school that next uh fall semester so i had like the whole um, whole uh, summer just to like do nothing um i didn't have like a job at, at the time when i came back so it was kind of just me at home all the time and i was figuring like okay like i can go out and shoot like you know different uh, scenery or whatever and i figured um i want to get a little bit more um out there with uh talking to people mm-hmm. um so i was just like yeah like i'm like hey like who wants to uh go do like uh like some photos um you know on this time this day i'm free this day whatever and then eventually um I started shooting with uh, some old classmates, and that's kind of how I started. Just p- people that I I knew, and that I was like okay with asking, um, and then it just kind of grew from you know, a, a one person, and then I did like a good, um, like like all the photos I I did for that person, that, like they liked it, they wanted to do more, and then they like asked this one friend to do it, and it's kind of just like word of mouth from things.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, do you personally edit your photos?
1: Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, um, at first I actually. I um, would follow like a lot of like other like, photographers because I mean at least for me um, I didn't really get taught from like a class how to do like, photography I just taught myself and by doing that
0: I feel like a lot of people like, a lot of
1: people do that it's, yeah, yeah definitely it's a uh, it's a it's, uh, big like learning curve at first but I think once you get into like, your set of like okay here's how I because um, for a while I shot in a um, like auto which is basically just like it, like all, like the camera does every setting for you and you just kind of point and click kind of thing um, and that was kind of um, just very basic like stand here boom and it looks good um, and then after a while I started watching like uh, YouTube videos and I started you know um, seeing other like photographers that I followed um, all their work and I kind of would just kind of not copy but in a way like um, adjust my settings to kind of match their style yeah. and then that's how I learned um, and then I moved to um, so actually it's funny because like at first um, I actually I did all like my editing on, on my phone actually what um, app did you use so there's a couple that i use at first there's um of course like visco which is pretty easy um that one's just like a basic like uh like photo editor Mm -hmm. um and then i moved um to this one uh like snapseed that one's pretty cool too um it's a more um uh like in-depth um kind of editing tool and then um, i moved to, uh, to like lightroom um when i got my own like pc um, so I built that PC and then I so installed all like the uh, like Adobe products onto that PC. Um, and then I still edit for my phone, so I'm going have like um, uh like Lightroom has like little uh, like mobile like app they can use on the phone. So then it it saves like all like 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 the presets, which is basically all like the filters, I guess you can say, that you save and it saves it to your phone. So that mm-hmm. way, if I just sync my phone to my camera, I can take a photo, send the photo on my camera to my phone, and I open the app. And then I just, like, a, like have, like, a button. I click, and then, boom, do the preset. Isn't technology. Yeah, easy. literally, it's super, it's super complex at first. But, but I'm, yeah, but yeah it makes things a lot easier when you're going, like, at least for me, like, yeah. shoot on the go a lot. So if I'm on the go,
0: I don't have to go home and, like, edit, like. So the the experience with, like, you and and the other person, obviously, like, I've obviously, like, i never done a photo shoot. I think, like, I've done, like, a quinceañero photo shoot. Yeah. You know, like, I never, like, did a professional photo yeah. shoot or stuff like that. But I can only assume... Through my podcast experiences, That like yep. it's always chemistry. There just has to be like some yep. sort of like, you know, as as a photographer, you want to you want to take the shot. You you you're picturing, you know, you're you're the painter basically. You're, you're yep. painting the shot, and and as the model, you know, give me the point of view of the model. Like what what does the model yeah. bring, you know. Well, I can
1: only equate that to, like, I guess, my experience. Because for sort of the past, like, couple of months, um, I've been doing, like, modeling, too, mm-hmm. uh, just as far as myself. And that kind of gave me a better perspective of when I'm shooting, like, like I'm, I'm a photographer because I've been, like, the model before also. So I can kind of see, like, how I felt. And, like, I, there was times where, like, I, I was having other take photos of me and I either felt, like, uncomfortable for this reason or this reason, or I felt really comfortable for this and this reason. And I then when I went back to do, like, my own photos, um i can kind of base it off like how i felt in the experience and then kind of help the model that i'm shooting myself kind Mm -hmm. of like do this or maybe does this feel better like does this work better um and then also like for most of like the photos that i take of myself that you see like on my actual like page um i take myself actually
0: yeah it's it it seems like it because i feel like like uh it's like almost like tattoo artists. You know, yeah. you don't want to... You're, you're always going to be picky on who takes your photos. Yeah, or, like, or like if you want someone to take your photos, like you basically are going to take control of it until like yeah. he does it, you know. Yeah. So I assumed that you took your own photos because I feel like it's a very... Almost like an eagle thing. Don't, don't you think it's like a... Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Like I'm... I know what I want. Definitely. You know? I and, and, and and you can, you can say like oh, your friends are great photographers, yeah. but it's just they're not going to always get the way you want it, you know. Yeah. So I feel yeah. like... It's almost like an ego thing, but it's more like um... you're an artist. Yeah, you, yeah, dude, you, you definitely, definitely. all artists have that, that that tick that wants to like be their I guess they're... I don't know, their their way of doing things, but uh, yeah. When it comes to photography, I on social media I always see like a lot of photographers getting like ripped off. Yeah. Like um well, I for instance, I so I have three jobs. This is, like, a thing I, I keep talking about. But I have three jobs. And one of my jobs, I, I'm a server in banquets, right? So I, I work at Two Brothers. And um, I met a lot of photographers there. Obviously, there's photographers for, like, the, the weddings and stuff like that. And they're always carrying, like, you know, two or three cameras on them. They have, like, a leather vest. And they have, like, the little backpack full of lenses, which yeah. I, I can only assume a lens is fucking Oh, yeah, it's the very same, expensive. It's the same price as, like, the body of the camera. Which is insane to me. Yeah, but, yeah, like, man. once you I, – I see the, the quality, obviously, from lenses – um but then i see like on on instagram or on twitter about people trying to lowball photographers and obviously like um the time the the money the the editing and just like that um do you have you have any what's your comment on that what's your what's your opinion on people lowballing photographers
1: i mean i think that just any artist like specifically i mean like if you do art I think anyone that that uh, does art like for real, well, not for real, but like just they do it to make money or to to, to grow in that in that sense. Uh, I mean, you kind of know that's that's expected. I mean, an artist is specifically someone that that is going to a field knowing that they're not going to make a lot of money, mm-hmm. and they do it. Um, I mean, there's a, a lot that do it for like a good reason. I guess you can say just to you know um, express themselves and you know work with new people and stuff like that. Um, i mean i think everybody knows that that you're not gonna make money um you're gonna get a little a lot of times because i don't know what it is but like i think like people don't value art at least like artists that you know do their work to get paid as something serious so i mean um i can kind of at least at like the posts that i've seen where like th- there's different uh models that either don't pay like the like the uh like, photographer, like, half of what they asked for, or they just don't pay them at all, or they, you know, give them half one day and then don't give them the rest. Um, stuff like that always happens. I mean, that happens to me too, also. Like, um, when I first started, I think it's just the, like, uh, you have to, at least when you're the artist and you're doing a job for someone else, um, it's important that, at least for me now, I try to do, like contracts. I think that's a very important thing oh, well. Yeah. yeah. So that way, like, at, at least for like a a, a a like a wedding or something like that, I have something in place. So that way, that doesn't happen. Because I've learned from many experiences that mm-hmm. if I don't have something set up already written down, then it's kind of open, and it's just in, inside the air. Um, and that kind of has stopped me uh, from not getting lowballed. Um, but. I mean, it sucks. It sucks. Um, I wish that it wasn't like that. I wish people were just nice and would pay people what they are worth. But I understand that sometimes people don't have money, or sometimes they are just assholes. You know, don't want to pay people. But. Yeah,
0: I remember um, one of the weddings. Uh, it was just so weird. I just didn't see a photographer. I asked my manager, like, you know, where's the photographer? Like, oh, they they didn't pay for photographers. Like, so they they don't care about photos. Like, oh no, they they I guess they wanted people to take photos and on, on their phones and just like hashtag it you know and I felt like that was a really cop like a cop out you just like
1: yeah.
0: throw like your your most magical day in your life and you're just yeah. gonna cheap it out and like i felt i mean me personally I would want the best pictures and, and well pay the top dollar for that yeah. but again not everyone thinks the same way um let's move on to talk about the power of influencing um do you feel like your your art influence other people when it comes to their art or like or do you feel like y- other people influence you, or how does that work? yeah um I mean
1: I've been tossed that we're like uh um, to be like a, a influencer um pretty recently actually um I don't really consider myself like an influencer
0: because um, if i'm gonna be honest with you yeah. you were for to me you're one of the first people I saw in the local area where like you were doing this the, the whole photo thing the whole like yeah. the whole like I never saw people. When I see pictures like the ones that you take, I always feel like, oh, there's just like Instagrammers who have high quality, like just like yeah. studios, like their own studios and they go travel the world. But you're the first one that I know from the local area that's just like, yo, let's go, you know, to a field. Let's take pictures. And you edit them so beautifully. I'm just like, this, you know, supposed yeah. to be a magazine, you know? I feel yeah, like exactly. that's what I meant. Yeah. Where like, I think you're an influencer yeah. when it comes to your work, you Thanks. know? So, um, but the, no, let's talk about, do you have people that influence you? Uh yeah, definitely. I think um, a big
1: part of you know how I've been able to. I mean, I still haven't. Wouldn't I still wouldn't say that I have like a style. Like, I I definitely have like, I guess an aesthetic, but I wouldn't mm-hmm. really call that a style. Um, but I definitely do get uh, just different inspir- inspirations from a, a variety of different accounts that I follow. Like my feed is just full of, like uh, different like photographers that I either found uh, from YouTube, found like, from Instagram, or, or that are like local. Like I am, and I think it's also good for me as a photographer that i just I don't only follow people like at different accounts that only do portraits I follow accounts that do um like digital art do landscapes do animals just because uh there's different ways that you can kind of uh see a photo and see how it's edited and see how it's taken what angle what kind of thing like that um so I try to keep. My uh, influence is diverse, so that way I'm not, like, labeling or putting something just, I'm not having one kind of lens, you mm-hmm. know, of, of, of how I, I see a photo, what a photo can be. Um, and I think that's, that's, I would equate that to kind of how or why what like, my photos are the way that they are, because I like to incorporate nature, incorporate people, incorporate uh, different architecture, mm-hmm. and that's kind
0: of how I can get impressive. So, uh, one thing that I noticed, and and this is a big topic that I've done since the beginning of my the podcast is the social media and like yeah. how does that affect us as millennials as Gen Z, um. And one thing that I've always seen is that the, the hate or just like the trash talking of, of Instagram models. You know, they're not like, obviously, they're they they take they take, you know, decently photos or professional photos, but they upload it to Instagram to their page. And I I feel like people. And, and this is something that I've talked uh, in, in the previous episode but it's like uh, the power of like haters you know like mm. the power of like you take a nice picture right for yeah. instance and then somebody's going to be like oh you edited so much you took this much out you know, you know you're know, you not showing the loan class or whatever yeah. stuff like that yeah. and obviously that, that that's just like you know online bullying or whatever when what do you you know how do you take that criticism you know do you ever get criticized I feel like oh yeah yeah
1: yeah, yeah. yeah definitely I, I definitely have been uh, called out for doing like too much editing or I don't do enough editing mm-hmm. um I think I think I'm definitely one I mean I guess it doesn't have to even be toward my art just toward everything in life like I definitely am really good at like criticism um, I, I can take it pretty well and I think the reason why I have grown and what I do now is because I had people tell me like oh this is you know not enough editing this is too much editing this looks fake it's whatever um, so I'm pretty good when it comes to stuff like that. But I think I'm in the in the spot now where I, I found what works best for me, mm-hmm. and that's a mixture of like the natural look mixed with like a good photo. I think I think that's that's important to me, and that's important to uh, cause, I mean, um, when I edit, I definitely you know have have different like aesthetics and different things I do to skin. and you know, because obviously, if it, it, I kind of think of it as like if I'm getting sent photos of me, and I I, I wouldn't want. The photo of me to look bad yeah i, I want it to look like, like good quality if i visit it's gone something like that um but if i see that like the photo of me is like either someone like shrinks my stomach or they you know shrink you know features on my body to make me look slimmer make me look bigger or just like that um that's kind of where i cut the line of like that's that's not really what i do mm-hmm. that's not how i want to look i want to look like myself but different things that are you know, are pretty obvious to, like, they're on the face or some, like, pimple, like, like I, I would be okay with that gone, and I think that's what I do right now, and when I send the photos back to to, to um, all the models I work with, they are really happy with it because they see that, like, yes, it is edited, it looks nice, but, like, there's nothing, I don't like making them skinnier, I don't make them fatter, I don't, you know, I think that that that's a good balance, that's where people, I, I feel like, if you're going to edit a photo, that's to the extent that you should edit it, too, mm-hmm. just to make it look
0: natural meets, like, polished, I guess is the way to put it. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, again, let's go back to the Instagram modeling. Um, I feel like a lot of people now use their, their Instagram um, as a professional tool. And, and, and I use it as a professional tool, obviously, to, pro- like, promote the podcast. Um, you know, when I go to your page, I see, like, just, like, a portfolio of just, like, all the things we did. But I feel like in the beginning, the beginning stages of Instagram when it first started – a lot of people thought people were taking themselves too seriously. Um, do you think that's still the case now that people like think they're taking themselves too seriously because they're only Instagram modeling? You know, um, I think it's
1: just how the person, I guess, treats their page. I guess. I mean, for me, um, I'm definitely on the side of like I use my Instagram as a uh, a portfolio. I, I take it as pretty seriously as I can with it. And, it and definitely, I think the biggest kind of, I guess you can say this is also a tip also, but like, uh, um, since I made like my Instagram a, a business account and I kind of like monitor like, you know, who watches, my who, who views my photos, where they're from like that, I can kind of like tailor from like the data that I get from each photo into my work. And I think something like that is important. So I would definitely be on the side of like, you know, it's a good tool to have, everyone should have it, everyone should know how to work it. Um, but I guess there is a little bit like there's times where I'm you know editing a photo, I post it, and then it's I, I just sit down and like wait until people like it and like that, and I kind of think like it's kind of stupid like <laughs> like it's it's, it's kind of stupid just to kind of um post something and then um almost wait for the likes to happen, and mm-hmm. that's kind of where I start thinking like, okay, maybe this is a little bit too serious, like I'm kind of focusing all my energy to getting likes on a post, which is like why I do photos. But, uh, but it is important because there's some like degree of like you have to take social media seriously because it is like a tool that, um, people before, um, never had, like they never had Instagram, Twitter, so like that to get their work out there. It's either you have to go to events, go to exhibits and pass out your photos, pass out business cards. But I kind of use my Instagram as like a business card now. So when I meet people at events, instead of giving them a card, I give them, Hey, uh, like here's my app. And I think if I, I think by doing that, I have put in a real kind of what's the word? Um, a real kind of like seriousness to my Instagram and my social media, because I definitely have my Instagram as my main kind of uh, business card, and then if I want to make something separately to like have personal photos or whatever, then I make a separate account. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely do like to keep my Instagram pretty seriously. I don't think it's stupid to take it uh, seriously. Um, and then going back to like the models, like perspective, um, I definitely seen models or upcoming models that you know are either front in high school or people that actually do like modeling in Chicago. Um, I don't think there's like a scale of like because they model in Chicago that makes them a real model compared to someone that's like local that wants to build up their portfolio or want to take cool aesthetically pleasing photos. I think it's all kind of in, in in the same realm. I think it's a matter of how you perceive your page and how you want it to be perceived too.
0: Yeah, I I think that's I think you you hit the 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 nail on the head. Is like I feel like, once people f- go the extra route, maybe do a professional shoot where like they go to Chicago and maybe in a studio. I feel like that it goes gets in their head for a second and then like they they don't remember where they're coming from. While well, there are people here like you know, who hit up local artists and be like, hey, this you know this is how much I have. What can we do with it? And then, you know, I feel like people work with budgets and obviously because mm-hmm. you know. We we come from a place that you know there's not a lot right now, yeah. and and I feel like in the future there will be a lot, but um, you know we want to build ourselves up there. You know, yeah. That way. It definitely yeah. Um. This this bring a little bit back. Um. I've noticed that you've been doing a lot of photos for events. Yeah. Um. You did the, the, Pride Parade. Yeah. Um. Tell me about that experience. I feel like that yeah. was the second year that, yeah, that happened in yeah. Aurora. Um. And, and you're you're a photographer. Definitely. Um. You know, walking and in the parade I was like really far I was like in yeah. the corner so I couldn't see but um how's that experience you're just doing like events like that just like you know you're you're almost a part of history taking photos yeah. and taking like because if you I when I notice when I go to museums you know and people take event photos and sometimes you know that, that's like you take a photo of something and you know 20 years down the lines in a history book somewhere you know yeah. how do you feel how do you How do you embrace that?
1: Yeah, I mean, I was definitely really happy when I got that offer. Mm -hmm. Um, I only got that offer because prior to that, um, at least for the last, I would say a good year, full year now, um, I've been working uh, with, like, my city, um, doing different events or just working with other, like, officials um, uh, just to kind of build events tailored towards artists. Um, Last month, yeah, last month or two months ago, um, I had um, my first, like, art show yeah um, which, which i did that and that was really that took like I thought it was long. that was like long was like eight month process of that and through that whole journey of getting that event started and ending it um i met a lot of like city officials different aldermen um and the uh, uh city of uh of like aurora i'm um, their like photographer um i think his name is nick thompson um and he actually got me uh to do like the um whole, like, Aurora pride parade and it was through him that i got that job
0: Oh, um, War has their own photographer.
1: Yeah, they do. yeah. yeah. Huh. Um, it, it's not like, a, I guess it's not like, he's not like the main photographer, but um, he kind of spear runs like the whole, uh, whole of social media of, mm. of, the, of the city. Um, and he has different, um, different like um, p- people that help him out. But definitely um, doing that event, um, that art show two months ago, um, I definitely got really close with him. We just talked a lot um, and then he gave me the job to do that. And then I was like, I'm down. Like this is, this is, <laughs> this is pretty cool. And I think uh, what kind of made it almost full circle was, uh, the first pride parade, um, that happened in Aurora, um, I was out, I mean, I've been out as gay since uh, high school, um, but I just went there, and I just kind of sat and, and watched, watched the parade, um, and I always thought, like, this would be super cool if I can, like, give back with the skill that I have, which is photography, if I can be a part of it, and I can help, um, help other people, you know, um, and will empower different, uh uh, like gay artists mm-hmm. that you know want to also you know be a part of events like that um, by me doing it me being uh, the first like gay like, photographer to like shoot like the World Pride Parade um, that was really cool for me and that was uh, something that I uh, definitely it, it was a good day it was a really, really good day and I was, I was proud that um, I got to do it hopefully I can do it next year um, and hopefully bring some more people with me yeah,
0: that, so, that's, what, that's what I meant yeah. like it's like like I don't know if you noticed but I felt like it was just like something that should be written like in the history books you know not even like or just like be recognized as like you like you did something an event where it was yeah. like the second time ever yeah. you know and and being a roar, being the second city in illinois like it's something that is kind of it finally happened you know it should yeah. have been, it should have been happening a long Definitely. time ago but Definitely. um it finally happened and we're in the age where like more more people are being accepting but then again more people are just being against things so yeah. being on the I always you know my my dad always says uh you always want to be on the right side of history yeah. you know don't don't want to be in the bad side because then you're gonna be on you know, something else. But tell, tell actually tell me about your event. I actually went to your event.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. You had ten local artists. Yeah. Uh. When I went there, I I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. Um. You had a com you had a comedy show with uh, Kenji and all his friends, yeah. and then you had the modeling. Yeah. Uh. With local like uh just uh clothing company. I want to say. Yeah. Like, like local. fashion designer. Fashion designer. Yeah. yeah. And you said it took eight months yeah. to do that. How yeah. Tell me the process, Tell yeah. me the creativity behind it. Tell me like um, the people that helped you yourself for. Know, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, So back in 2018, uh, around like September, I believe, um, I had this idea of doing like my own art show, uh, mm-hmm. just like my own like, photography, um, just have like a small gallery and write friends and you know have my, my work um, being uh, like displayed. Um, that was kind of where it started at. And that was just for a way for me to kind of get my work out there more in my city. Um, and then I was talking to different friends and, like, mom's like that. And I was kind of explaining, like, oh, I want to do this. This would be cool to get my name out there, stuff like that. And then I kind of um, took a step back and I was just like, like, I really want to do this for myself. And then I realized that I have a lot of friends that want to do this too. Mm-hmm. That, you know, either don't have the resources or, you know, don't know where to start at. And then I kind of thought about, well, what if I do an event that can't have everybody that does art in the what kind of art um have a have, have a space to do that and then after a while just like I don't really want to put my stuff in there like it's not really I, I thought about it like it's not really about like
0: oh you well, didn't I, put your art there no no
1: no no, no. Oh, okay yeah so I did not um I basically was just a whole facilitator for the whole event mm-hmm. and I I, I figured I, I didn't do that just to, just to like you know like to get myself like kind of uh, like a pat on the back like, oh, you're so nice. No, I, 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 <laughs> I, I did that because like, I mean, I, I generally, I work with people all the time now and I appreciate different types of art and I definitely appreciate um, finding and building events that can highlight other artists. I think that's kind of where I find like the most like pleasure in, in art is sharing it, sharing different art with other people and I don't really care that like, the, that my art gets shown also. Uh-huh. If it does... Um, it does, um, and plus I already knew by having my name attached as like the organizer, that was gonna help me out too, which I'm not stupid about that, but, but the intention was just to show other people's art. And that's what happened. Um, I, I did um, a art and fashion show. Um, the process, I'm going back to that then, um, yeah it, it was long, it was it, eight months. Um, originally it was like an event that I had structured that's gonna take like five months to do. I was gonna do it in I believe April was when, when like the first date I had set for it. Um, and then I just got like setback after set back. I definitely, I've always been the, like the type to not get over my head, but like think that I know everything and think that I know how to get things done, which, which I do to like some degree, but I think it was like my ego again, getting to me.
0: I totally understand. That's how I yeah, am. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cause like, cause I definitely got sat to a lot. Um, starting off of, like, this is really good. Jacob, you're really ambitious. I know you can do it. Uh, But like, how do you can do this? Like, how about the money? How about the venue? How about the artists? How about the brochures? Like all that. And I was just like, shit <laughs> mm-hmm. shit like what am i gonna do um so i kind of uh postponed the show a couple months um just trying to figure out you know all the small like logistics um but then i finally got set um had the venue and the show went pretty well i definitely got a lot of praise just for like the artists that you know to play their work it was i definitely got them a lot of connections and they definitely have um seek like rewards from being part of the show i mean i know people now that because of the show they are doing, like, more photos with different companies, or different, because uh, I had different uh, business owners and different, you know, people from Aurora go to it. And they definitely started talking to different artists. They definitely started to make, like, connections. And that was cool hearing, like, people that were in the show, you know, how it helped them mm-hmm. grow, even if it's a little little bit, at least grow a little mm-hmm. bit and like that. Um, and also with the show, like, it wasn't all, like, like, like the end result was amazing. Mm-hmm. The whole process, though, was definitely... Uh, like I've been saying pretty hard, but towards the end of it, um, there are people that were in the show that were like my core team. Because when I started the whole event, I had a core team of five five people. And that was like, you know, my f- top five people that, you know, every information was, you know, s- s- sent to them. We were all trying to plan it together. And it, and it ended off being planned as a group kind of thing. Um, but I had like two people leave the group, which in hindsight, um, I like to say is like not my fault. But I also do realize that, like, I have to check myself sometimes. And I have to... <laughs> I, mean, I, say, I mean, I definitely make amends with them now. But but I've never been the type that like that likes to be on bad terms with anybody. Yeah, like. totally understand. And I definitely... Now, I would like to say that, but it was my fault. And I definitely did, like, apologize. And I'm trying to work it um, out with both of them to be friends again. Because, I mean, it's not fun, you know, being, like, an artist. Because I think a lot of flack that I took was people saying, like oh, you're all about the community, but you don't want to include all the community. And I really hate that, because I think you can't really know someone's intention unless you talk to them personally. And a lot of people that are saying that were people that have talked to me. They don't know who I am. Um, and that was, like, a slight 1% of people that you know, would, like, like say, like say stuff like that. But everybody that I work with that knows me totally knows I'm not, like, my M.O. Like, I'm in it for the good reasons. I, my intention was good into it. Um... But you know, I've I've definitely learned a lot from that experience. And next year, when it's gonna happen, which I'm mean, hopefully the well, the plan is to do it uh, every year, and I have it set up so next year's gonna happen in June. Okay. Um. So that's gonna be the second show, and then hopefully on and on. But I I now know you know how to um, how to work better with people, how to plan better. And next year's show is definitely gonna be a lot bigger, a more uh, bigger budget, and I would do want to include a lot more people, and definitely include the people that um either dropped out last show get them back into it with the right reasons and, you know, make sure that something like that doesn't happen because, I mean, yes, it's, like, drama and gossip, which I've never been about that. Um, I, like, legitimately just want people to get along, to work together, to build Aurora up because, um, not saying that it's in a low point because it's definitely not a low point. It's really actually high. Yeah. Um, but get everyone on the same page to work together to bring art to the forefront. I know, like, like the whole, um, whole city's motto agenda of this year um, is the arts? You know, they're definitely um. They just built like the new um. The Paramount like, School yeah. of School Arts. School of Arts, yeah. So definitely, they're trying to push art really prevalently. It is a good way to attract people to your city. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I can help out in some way by doing events like like my art, like my art impression show, I'm gonna do it.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I now I I totally understand because uh, I feel like sometimes you you can't be everyone's friend plus the boss plus like yeah. so it's like totally understandable where like things could have fell off anytime or like people, yeah. people don't see eye to eye all the time. So that's yeah. okay. Um, so let's get back to photography. Yeah. Um, I see that you're, a, you're such a big, um, you know, you're, you're you believe in, and being comfortable with people. Yeah. And I, and, and sometimes I see, see you post or, or retweet things about like, uh, photographers just being like scummy, you know, yeah. creepy. Yeah. Um, Tell me about that. Like I you know, I don't I don't know that experience. Yeah. Obviously I'm a, I'm a male. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm a straight male, so I I feel like yeah. I don't I'm very ignorant when it comes to like harassment and stuff yeah. like that. So um tell me tell me how like you know get me woke and get my audience woke. Like maybe we just don't know yeah. or like, you know, the the dark side and coming you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Um
1: when it comes to the subject I definitely want to uh place my words or right. Um because, I mean, there are people that I know that are locally that um that I have gotten uh, talks about, I guess, to me uh, for different models that have worked me before that don't really like, you know, either they make them feel uncomfortable like nothing like as like they did something like as like physically. It's yeah. it mostly just like, oh, I didn't really like this or I didn't really feel comfortable doing this. Um, and that sucks because um, most of the time um, I get actually like pretty often, actually, now um, I get asked to do uh, I was, like naked shoots. Um, so either like some girls want to you know, have like 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 top out, um, top off, and something like that, just something kind of like more uh, more more intimate, more sexy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always say no to stuff like that. I mean, I did one before when I first started, and I was okay with doing it. It, it. it wasn't bad. Um, I feel like girls are more comfortable to do that with me because I am gay, and they don't really have to worry about like I'm gonna hit on them or something like that. Um, but I just kind of stopped doing that. It just wasn't really my thing. Um, not that it's not a valid art form. It's just kind of not what I want to do. But um, but by not doing that. I definitely, once they do ask me, I say no. I have to then say, like, hope you can find someone else. And then they do find someone else. And then uh, they tell me about, oh, I didn't really feel comfortable and this, this, and that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that kind of sucks. And so I'm I'm definitely, you know, I don't want to budge on, like, what I will and will and will not shoot. Uh, so I'm still not going to do it. But I definitely feel bad that um, I do get told a lot, you know, from uh, either, you know, a secret, like, uh, DMs or they talk to me in person. Uh, and it sucks because I think... I think if you're going to do any art form, it's important to make people feel comfortable. Um, like you said, like that's kind of like a main focus that I do mm-hmm. um, is making sure that everyone is uh, comfortable. They have a good time. They have fun with it at, at the end of the day. Um, and when people take advantage of that and they either want, you know, sex or they want you to like hit on girls. Um, but also it also doesn't just happen towards girls. Like I know people um, that are male and they also get and get, uh, get on uh, different um, harassed. And that's, um, there's definitely ways to combat that. Um, I always tell people, if you feel uncomfortable, bring a friend with you. Mm-hmm. That's definitely a good tool to do. I mean, it's pretty easy Just to say, hey, I'm, I'm going to have this friend come with me. That's cool. And they usually say yes. If they don't say yes, they say like, oh no, just bring you. It's a red then, flag. It's a red flag. Um, yeah. Don't do that. Um, um, but if you do go by yourself, um, I would say then if you get to a spot where you feel uncomfortable, you can either say, hey, um... Well, I mean, one, you could be blunt to be like, hey, I kind of feel uncomfortable. Um, can we change things up? Um, if that doesn't work, then obviously you're entitled to just leave. Like, you can just leave, be like, hey, this is not working out for me. I I have to go, stuff like that. Or just try to make an excuse, be like, hey, um, I got work right now. Stuff like that. Um, but I definitely, definitely think that it's something that's not talked about um, as, as uh, heavily as it should be. And I do feel... So sad uh, for women that definitely go through that hmm. um because as man like I haven't experienced that myself too you know I do have like the privilege of um not being in that kind of spot um so I definitely do sympathize and I wish that that wasn't the case but I think as people grow as as the real like photographers I guess you can say or the ones that do it for the good reasons as they continue to grow um I think uh, people will naturally flock to them and then the people that are doing it for better reasons they eventually will just die out mm-hmm. and people won't will know not to work with them because they're like this and then they just either stop doing it all together or, or, or no one works with them yeah yeah. I think that that's kind of what I would say just be careful and make sure that um, that you are safe when you're working with anybody it doesn't matter if they're well established or they're just starting off
0: mm-hmm. weird no I, I feel like uh, I feel like that's something that it's it's sadly in a lot of workplaces, um, harassment stuff like that, and I feel like a lot. And we're in a new time where like, you know, people people are trying to put themselves out there. They're they're vulnerable. You know, they're like some people are just starting off, or I feel like more people that have more experience know better and they know who to work with stuff like that. So, um, no, I, I I it's I'm glad I'm glad you you're outspoken about it. And I'm yeah. glad that you you know you you were able to share this in my podcast because yeah. I feel like the more people hear about it, the more people like. Right, you know, maybe maybe I should should bring a friend. Maybe I yeah. should, you know, see, you know, his history, you know, yeah. background checks. And that it, when you're when you're doing something professional with someone else, it, it's always good to, you know, cover, all the ground, making yeah. sure everything's legit. Make you know, and even even to talk about just like money wise, like has this guy paid, you know, his you know models or or yeah. vice versa, has the model ever paid the photographer? It's always good to be smart about just yeah. protecting yourself and, and financially just you know yourself and stuff like that. So um we have, we're you know final segment here. Uh the freedom of creativity. How do you feel uh when you're there? Like tell me the tell me your your mm. from getting to the play shooting to ending and editing. Like what what's mm. your creative freedom or what's your mm, So
1: I guess to start um I usually start with asking, of course, um mm. asking people who's down um, if it's for a project that I want to do or a kind of like a, like a certain photo that I have in mind, I would usually just ask on, on my Instagram, hey, who, who's free this day? Let's, let, 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 let's go shoot together. Um, and in that instance, since I'm the one asking, um, I usually don't ask to get paid. I usually just do it like just for free. Um, but most of the time, uh, people already have that kind of like respect for me where they just pay me anyways, which I mean, I, I, and there's a point, I mean, I think also to the fact, like I don't really charge that much anyways, I, I really work with like what people have have to yeah. give um because i know people that charge like 150 just for like one photo session and like the photos are
0: not that good but <laughs> well, like what what yeah. what is the norm like the norm, if, if yeah. you're if you're like a like a professional what yeah. is the norm of like what is the
1: rate um it depends on you know who who you're shooting with i mean if people that are more established to shoot like uh, uh like celebrities they're obviously going to charge a lot more yeah. um just for the namesake but I think I've seen it like locally. It can jump from like twenty bucks, which is kind of around where I shoot for uh, like, like first timers, and I mean the highest that I ever charge is like fifty bucks for mm-hmm. like a portrait session. For events, it it gets higher, like that. um But I mean, yeah, I can be from like twenty. I've seen it as high from local photographers that's like eighty. Just mm-hmm. depends on on the person what they're willing to pay or how much work they want done. um So that can. Yeah, at least um in, in in that regard. But yeah, but um basically yeah I just ask who's free. Um, I go out to shoot. Um, I don't really have any like locations that um that I you know you go I, to. I go to. I kind of just wherever I feel like it's gonna get like the best photos. Um, I usually like my style has kind of turned into like a vintage high fashion meets like nature. So I so I usually try to find places that have lots of greenery, plants, um different. Things that I can shoot like my lens through. So, kind of a, a tool that I've, I've done, and I definitely have been um, told by many people, like, oh, I really like how you shoot photos because uh, most people, I'll just say, uh, they're doing a, uh, a, uh, a photo shoot. They usually have a model in front of them, they have the camera, point and click, and shoot. There mm-hmm. you go. Um, They may change the angles of it, but for me, I like to shoot through objects. So, for example, like, there's a plant right next to us. <laughs> um, so, I'm going to have my lens in, in between the plant, so that way you can see a little bit of, of the leaf in front of my lens and then, like, the subject. So, that kind of adds a little bit of, like, dimension mm-hmm. to, like, the plant versus the subject. And then when you take a photo, it's not going to show, you know, what's around you. It's going to only shoot, show what the, what the lens sees, right? So, it, I, I've been told, like, a lot, like, oh, your photos look, like, very... Like dimensional or like there's lots of happening. There's it looks really gorgeous, and I think the easiest way is you know if you have something in front of your lens, you just shoot shoot a photo. It just looks cool, whether that's a leaf, stuff like that. um So that's usually how I shoot, and then I find a location that matches kind of the plants, uh plant plant life that I kind of mm-hmm. have set. um And then from there, I usually get like I usually shoot for like forty five minutes. It can be as quick as like twenty minutes, honestly, sometimes. Um, and then I kind of ask like, for, like, the email to send photos to, and then um, ask for the at, and then usually go home from there, um, and then the bulk, so I, I would say a good, my process, a good 20, I, don't I, would, I would say a good like, f- good, like, 40% is just, like, actually, like, doing, like, the photo shoot, and then the majority, the rest of uh, the percent of the process is just editing, at least for me, like, I think what makes art, art is the intention behind what you're making. So for me, um, since that whole, like 60% is just the editing process, I really take time with that. Um, I can spend like uh, one photo uh, time myself, I can take as much as like 25 minutes on one photo. Cause there's a lot of things that like you can, I mean, if you're just trying to do something really quick, you can add add, like a preset and just click a button and the whole filter there and everything edited. And that's like, if I'm a, a, on the go, don't only really have time, um, but I tend or try to sit down at, like, at, at my PC, edit one photo for, like, 20 minutes, make sure everything's correct, make sure the color's there, make sure the skin looks good, um, and then I kind of edit to a mood also, I guess you can say, um, if, like, if, like, the model said that they want this kind of aesthetic or they want this kind of mood, I, of course, kind of, um, go with what they want, but if they don't ask for anything they just want a photo taken and sent to them then I kind of take some like a creative like liberty and I edit to whatever mood I'm feeling or whatever mood I feel like fits best with the picture um and then I um um have it uh, uh exported and then I send out to them um and that's kind of like the most basic way I can put it I mean there's a lot more complex little details but I think overall that's like the process that I go through start to finish there's different if I want to do like a theme shoot I kind of you know figure out the theme figure out the objects in it um how I'm gonna shoot it um I think the bulk of it is just having fun also like I I definitely like to have fun as a person Mm -hmm. outside of like my work and I I like to incorporate fun things make things look fun make sure the model is laughing or make sure that it's like a genuine like uh like some kind of like they're smiling it's because they're actually smiling, yeah. or if they're if they're upset because they're actually upset, and we talked prior to the photo and we like got I got them to talk to me about their feelings mm-hmm. stuff like that um so that's definitely my process in a nutshell um but it changes all the time um it can be what I just said right now, and then next week it can completely be be changed
0: totally different yeah um have you dabbed into like filming like shoots you know stuff uh-huh. like, like uh, music videos or just like short films like i, I mm-hmm. know like um i don't know i just i always i always i'm a huge uh movie guy yeah. you know i'm a huge movie guy and i love indie movies i love short films i love just mm-hmm. like small like you know even even like when uh brand releases their their mm-hmm. product just like the way they shoot things stuff yeah. like that I, i'm a big fan do you do you dab into that um I like to think that I do. <laughs>
1: um, honestly, no, it's like a joke of uh, with me. Um, so my main like, motive in life is to be a, a film director. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I want to see myself doing like the rest of my life. Um, and like photography is just kind of my first step into that. Um, and I went to like Columbia to study film. Um, but it's funny. Um, I've been saying that I want to do filmmaking for four years now, and I haven't really made any film films at all. Um, I did one small project for, like, Pride Month. Um, it's, like, a, a, a collection of, 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 photo shoots and, um, like, interviews. Um, and I put that into, like, w- like, one video. Um, so, I mean, I guess there's that, but it wasn't really, like, any, like, creative, like, direction. It's kind of, like, it's, it's kind of, like, like, what we're doing right now. I'm, I'm talking to you, answer questions, stuff like that. Um, I've done, like, some weddings before where I've done some kind of, um, like, videography for that um but nothing as major as like a film nothing as major as, like a tv show um i'm getting there though um i have like a uh a short film that i want to that i've been actually uh, writing for like almost two years yeah yeah uh, like almost that. two years like yeah, that, almost, yeah. yeah and i think the hardest thing for me is like i'm my own uh worst like critic so i definitely am very hard on myself as far as like like when it comes to video uh, uh when it comes to photos um i was like that at first but i mean without sounding like I guess cocky, like I I I know now, and I think it's less cocky, more confident. Like I know that what I produce is is is, is good, mm-hmm. and I think um, and I think so. With that, I'm I'm in a spot where like I'm I'm cool with that, like it's good. But when it comes to like my like, videography, I'm very timid because I don't think like it's as good as I think it is or as I want it to be. Um, so I think that's kind of stopped me from making short films. But I, I definitely within this year, I kind of like said that like the first year would be doing, like, my art show, and doing, like, more, like, a, like photography, but towards the, um, this, from now till, till the end of the year, I want to try to focus on getting, like, a short film, at least produced and finished, um, and I want to do a small uh, video series that I'm actually working on right now with a couple people. Um, it's based on my short film, but it's, like, small little, um, I guess, like, confessionals, I guess you can say, where I'm uh, telling, um, like, other people's stories, I think for me as a, um, a director, as, as someone that wants to be a filmmaker, I want to share stories that either are not going to get told because the person doesn't want to pursue any kind of art career or they just don't have someone to tell their story for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I really like, uh, like documentaries. Like, I'm uh, pretty, 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 pretty big into watching them, how they're filmed, how they're made. Because I think it's important to share stories. I think as a filmmaker, that's kind of the whole point, right? You want to share a story and get it out to people to see. Um, so I'm working on stuff like that. Um, and hopefully that will get me started to do more video stuff. Um, and I can reach out to more people to do music videos. And um, and start making more high-budgeted
0: films. Dope, dope. Yeah. Alright, Jacob, this is the part of the episode where I metaphorically hand you the mic. Yeah. Um, and you can plug in whatever you want, let, let, uh, let my audience know where they can find you, uh, what are you working on next, um, and how they can get in contact with you if they want to start making, you know, start shooting with you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, so my name is, uh, Jacob Cepeda. Uh You can follow my Instagram at, at, uh, Jacob Cepeda, just my full name. Paid a lot of money just to get that <laughs> at name. You paid Yeah, for that I paid name? money. I paid money for that. Fuck. Yeah. I'm mad. It was like 20, no, it was like 30 bucks to get it. Which fucking sucks. But yeah, so follow me on there. Um I would plug in my Twitter and my Snapchat and stuff like that, but honestly, that's me that's me um uh, at my worst. So don't follow me on that. <laughs> <laughs> just follow my Instagram, um, for my quality. I'll have uh, I'm in a work giving uh on my website um finished right now, so once it's up you can find it on my Instagram. Um and if you ever wanna shoot with me, just uh, DM me or um my email which is on my Instagram at Jacob again that's
0: it all right jacob thank you for coming cool. uh this was a great episode uh i appreciate everything you do for like the community like i said like i followed your career since you started yeah. so I, I really appreciate you coming in and being my guest for this episode uh next week i think i'm gonna talk about nerd shit hmm. i don't know i like I, I have this thing now where like i'm gonna talk about serious stuff and then non serious <laughs> stuff and just random shit so i i that's why my, my views are always like, central, yeah, like Some people are like, what the fuck yeah. are you talking about? But yeah, no, um, no next week probably going to be about nerds and, and that yeah. culture. But Jacob, again, yeah. thank you. Oh, cool. uh, again, guys, follow the podcast, TQL Pod and all social medias. Uh, go give this episode five stars for Jacob, please. Uh, and yeah, uh, see you guys next week. Thank you. Bye.